Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners. It's Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, if you're within the sound of our voice right now, that means you're listening to this episode during the Max Fun Drive. Now, technically, this is a pre-Max Fun Drive episode, and we'll have Max Fun Drive episodes this week and next. But that doesn't mean that you can't become a member of Maximum Fun right now. Yeah, head on over to MaximumFun.org slash join and uh, throw Max Fun a couple of bucks to stay in business. And you'll get a ton of cool bonus episodes, including our review of the Burt Reynolds kind of classic White Lightning that we did with <laughs> Dan McCoy from The Flophouse. And hey, if we get over uh, 2,000 new and upgrading members, we will do a special uh, follow-up bonus episode with the Burt Reynolds, maybe a little bit more classic, but not really, Gator. So. Yeah. And look, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if we blow past the goal, we're not going to give you more of that sweet Boo Ren Bon Con. That's Burt Reynolds' <laughs> bonus content. <laughs> yeah, we know we know why y'all are in it uh, are are in this uh, for all that sweet sweet Burt. So head on over to maximumfun.org/join. It's how we keep the lights on uh, here at Maximum Fun, and uh, there's a bunch of cool bonus stuff you can get for donating too. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Maximumfun.org/join. Okay, enjoy this show with Nicole Thurman. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, uh, proud bird uncle. Um, this is new, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You've always been ashamed of that bird niece of yours. <laughs> Well, she just made student of the month, so <laughs> and I got a bumper sticker. She's really she's really gotten her shit together. Uh got off the clonopin. That was a huge step. Wow. Yeah. The clonopin. Uh stopped listening to so much rock music. Oh boy, this stuff. Have you heard this stuff? I mean Rock music? Oh God. Let me tell you this, Jordan. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of this rock music. Ooh. You wouldn't believe these lyrics. Yeah. It's pure drivel. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, don't even get me started on rock music, but she's yeah. she's she's put it behind her. She's mm-hmm. working hard. This bird. What is this bird that you're I had to? a I had a lovely springtime surprise the other day outside my window, outside my like office window. Little nest three baby birdies and i saw oh a mom gracious. bird i presume it was the mom bird um have well i don't know there's a lot of i, I mean there's equity in birds yeah households. i do think this this i'll I, i'll get to the species in a minute um because i did look it up um but i think there this species does have co-parenting so one of the bird parents i should say um you know landed on the edge of the nest with a wiggling worm in its mouth and gave it to the babies that, Holy cow. Have you ever heard of more classic bird shit than that? That is so classic bird. That is that is I didn't even know that happened. That's what you dream of. If you're talking about birds. Yes. And we are. You're talking about right. a little nest. You're talking about mm-hmm. three hungry babies. Yeah. You're talking about a parent bird. Mm-hmm. And guess what that parent bird has? A wriggling, a wriggling worm, worm 
put it right into that cheapen baby's mouth. Cheap, cheap, cheap. And I'm in heaven watching this stuff. Oh my, you must have been so hard. <laughs> I was, now listen, don't make this like sexual. I was just appreciating the spring and new life. We don't have to make it a Not sexual sexually, thing. just intellectually, emotionally. Yes, I was intellectually hard. <laughs> you must have had, yeah. you must have had a seasonal emotional mm. tumescence right yes i was that words cannot describe you must be delighted you must have been your your sense of the majesty of god's creation mm. must have been engorged just entire like a like a clown's balloon. Yes. That's how I would. Yes, that's a, a great, you know a great mean? way to describe it. And then I twist right before he turns it into a it dog. Into a doggy. Um, <laughs> I went to. I was. I was kind of looking up what this what this bird family is. I went to arroyoseco.org/slash/birds. And if the perfect website for that. I if, mean, you live right there on the arroyo. In yes. Pasadena. If the listeners all want to go to arroyoseco.org slash birds, you'll find a lot of great information about there about, uh, you know, local wildlife. Um, so these are northern mockingbirds. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're native. You know what they're mocking? Huh? Southern mockingbirds. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, they're <laughs> they're mocking <laughs> the patriarchy, from... I should hope. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, with this co-parent really showing the patriarchy who's boss. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're northern. Oh, shit, you know what? I just what? I fucked up. I really fucked up. Hold I on. just what learned. Happened? Remembering my last visit to the Audubon Society, and they said that right. If you mention baby birds on a podcast, the mother will reject them. Oh, oh fuck. Jesus. Oh, fuck, they're fuck, doomed. Fuck, fuck, fuck. They're doomed. Now you have your scent on them. Your they're human doomed. scent is on them. Uh, there's some mothers. The scent of the failure of yeah. your podcast is on them. Oh, maybe if they were mentioned on a better podcast, or maybe if like Radio Lab mentioned the Northern Mockingbird. Oh, boy. Um, if Jad Abumrad mentioned the Northern Mockingbird, or the people who have replaced Jad right. since he retired at 45. Chad Abumrad deserves his <sighs> well, I'm sorry. retirement. Sorry to the birdies. Um, it was a real thrill to see them. I'm glad that you know they could live a brief life and delight me. But sorry that I brought upon their rejection like this. Boy, ouch! I'm, I feel like a yeah. dick. Here. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, all you really have to do get up early, mm-hmm. get a few worms. Yeah. Become a mommy bird. Yeah. I think this is I think this is a good path for me. This will be a good look. I mean, you talk I'm not saying you have to do it, but talk to your therapist. Okay. Tell your therapist I'm thinking about becoming a mommy bird. (laughs) Your therapist knows. And just leave it there. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're a licensed LMFT. (laughs) (laughs) My concern about this is how just seeing seeing my parent bird the parent bird i saw just and how perfectly she was dangling that still wiggling worm i don't know if i can that's gonna take some practice like you can't dangle that way well i mean i think i i think i'm the first couple times i try this i'm going to crush the worm right and i think that you know there's probably something to the worm still being wiggling you're kind of like teaching the babies about hunting like this is still alive and you know you're instilling that 
you know, those kind of necessary kind of bird skills in them. But yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going to give them a bunch of unrecognizably chomped worms. I don't have any jaw control. Are you going to chomp zero the jaw words control. ahead? Yeah. I'm not going to do it on purpose. I'm just knowing, like, I know my jaws. And I yeah. know that I don't think I'll be able to delicately scoop up the worm in the way that they need it right away. It's like it's like that old saying, uh, you're chomping at the worm. Mm, yes. So that's where this saying comes from. Mm-hmm. That's where that saying comes from. From a man trying to parent the birds that he caused the mother to reject. Oh, boy. Can I make one recommendation for this for you, Jordan? Mm-hmm. And I'm look, I'm not one to give advice, but I'm already I'm a parent myself. I have three beautiful baby birds here at my house. Frankie, Oscar, and Gracie. <laughs> my recommendation to you, Jordan, is uh start the college saving accounts now. Okay. Yeah. Because it's boy. not getting any cheaper. It is not getting and by the way, pun intended. Che- yeah. <laughs> cheaper. That's fun. Any good, <laughs> Thanks, any good, uh, any good spring stuff going on around your house? Um, well, I I was in Burbank How's and I spring? want to talk Has about it. it sprung? But, uh, I, I want to talk about Burbank, yeah. uh, the official the official Los Angeles suburb of spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's introduce our guest on the to. program. Our guest on the program, a favorite here on Jordan Jesse Go, uh, one of the stars of the television program Jellystone, a WGA award winner that's the guild folks she's a writer's writer is what that means nicole thurman hi nicole how are you hello i'm good how are you guys pretty good have you ever been to burbank california i have yeah i've taken a couple trips out there it's very nice feels hot i don't know why but it always feels dusty to me but like not in a bad way just it it just feels dusty but you got to get out there you got to get out there to the desert we live in southern california just spend some time in the desert and enjoy it go up to burbank Burbank, what was your last what your last burbank trip what was it what was it for Oh, my last Burbank trip, I went to a friend's house and we went to dinner. And then on my way back, I remember looking at an apartment. I was looking because I was like, oh, that's a nice building. And it was over a Whole Foods. And I was like, I wonder, just curious how much it is. And I looked up the rent and one bedrooms were $4,800. It's too much. Even (laughs) even with access to a hot bar. With access to a hot bar and some under-seasoned food. I was like, how, how, <laughs> and why? I don't care if it's a dishwasher and washer-dryer in unit. $4,800 <laughs> for a one-bedroom in Burbank. When I moved, Not enough flavor in those green beans. No. When no, I moved, I, my original thought was, I'm going to Burbank. And I found myself priced out of Burbank. It's expensive. Anyway, Everything's it's expensive right now, but I couldn't believe yeah. that. I was shook. I was like, you know what? Maybe this is my last trip to Burbank ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford to be here. <laughs> I I went to Burbank this week uh, because I went to do some physical therapy, mm-hmm. having some back problems and also hoping to improve the musculoskeletal el- elements of my migraines. Oh. Uh, so I went to see I went to see the homie Aggie. She's Max Funster. She works out there at the UCLA Burbank Physical Therapy Center, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably the best physical therapy center in Southern California that has a lot of pictures of Laurel and Hardy inside it. Ooh, a Hollywood. Uh, yeah. For show business. And <laughs> I just like we've talked a lot about Burbank, California, which is 
just north of Los Angeles. It's known for being the home of the the Tonight Show, right? Um, there's studios there in Burbank, and also like I think we usually talk about the number of model train stores there. Yeah. No, yeah, noteworthy for being able to sustain like very, very specific kinds of stores. Yeah. Um, so I, I was there at the physical therapy center. That took up one whole city block, suburban block. Next to it was a parking garage that took up one whole block. But across the street, I had in my eyesight. So this is this segment is going to become a beloved recurring segment on Jordan Jesse Go. This segment is called Thing Businesses You Can See from the Front Door of the UCLA Burbank Physical Therapy Center. You guys ready for this <laughs> beloved segment? Let Businesses yeah. you can see from the and the rest. Hit it, Paul Schaefer. <laughs> businesses, businesses yeah. you can see from you the center. Businesses. So I wrote it's Burbank. raining, man. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I could retire off of that probably. Okay. <laughs> Um, best friends with Gilda Radner. It's me, Paul Schaefer. I'm from Canada. Um, this is businesses within yes. the sight lines. Gun World. Mm. Whoa. A store that only sells air plants. Right. Air plants? Air plants that for air plant walls. Fully. Specifically for walls. The kind that you put in a little, like a sconce. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I knew which, and and Nicole, I think you are onto something there. I do think that is that is that's the that's the assumption you make about these places a lot. It's like mm-hmm. there's su- drugs are involved. Drugs are I don't know if they're selling yeah. them at the place or if the drug money is getting funneled through the model airplane store, but drugs are involved this is something look we've we've discussed on this program the store near my house on on valencia street when i was a kid in san francisco that only stole sold brazilian stuff right 100 <laughs> percent. that was a drug store was it called Flip, like, Flip, you, you can only sell so many bikinis okay <laughs> so gun world air plant store hands to heart cpr store what? It's a store that teaches you CPR. Oh, Dry Pro. It's a store that dries things. Okay. Like if you have a flood or something, okay. it's called Dry Pro. It's useful in certain circumstances. Like a flood. An otherwise completely anonymous stucco storefront that contains a screening room and a church. Wow. Wow. I think it's a combination screening room and church. Like on Saturday night, it's a screening room for... You know the for the press premiere of the new Batman movie, and then on Sunday morning it's a church. I'm, a store called Envelope Express. Do I don't know what they sell there. Fast envelopes or <laughs> impossible to know. Uh, you guys probably have already been to Random Acts of Breadness. Oh man, no! But I'm gonna <laughs> shut my laptop right now and go. Uh, geeky Teas and Games. Oh, Geeky Teas and Games. That's for people f- 
for whom nerd bars are too intimidating. Mm-hmm. If you just want a nice, I think. nice chamomile. I've been to Geeky yeah. Tees. That's a really fun place. I'm glad. Uh, JVK Diecast. That's a store that only sells model cars. Okay. Uh, the Martial Arts History Museum. Is that a Scientology place? Don't they have like, aren't, they, aren't those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scientology about, place. I think that's a martial arts industry right. of death. <laughs> exactly. Like the Museum of Broken Relationships. It's like we walk in and they give you one of those tests. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if Scientology is pro or anti-martial art. <laughs> I wonder. Based on based on Will Smith's slapping technique. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Uh, stretch. Yeah, I kind of had a little bit of a. It had a little bit of a yeah. martial arts Krav Maga. Yeah, yeah. It had vibe. technique yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. I ever tell you about the time I met I met this man who's the was the was at the time the the husband of a Jordan Jesse Go listener mm-hmm. and friend of mine. I met this man and uh, I shook hands with him. And he absolutely destroyed my hand. This man's career <laughs> right. was CEO. He was a CEO of sure, a major yeah, company. Yeah, He didn't get there I with a no limp handshake. No. You don't make it, he right. you don't make it to the boardroom with a limp handshake. That's right. He destroyed right. my hand. So later I, I see this this friend of mine who at the time was married to him. I said, I said to her, man, you know, they shook Dan's hand. I was like, it was like he was doing Krav Maga. And she goes, yeah, he knows Krav Maga. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> um, stretch. That's a store where they stretch you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I like you know, do that you do stretches that there? Nice, actually. Yeah. Do they have one of those things that holds your head to a door and pulls it? <laughs> pulls Wait. it up like a neck stretcher. Like what? You know what they don't, about? but they have one of those things where you t- tie a string to a loose tooth and then they slam the door. I don't need that. <laughs> I need to stretch to my neck so yeah. I actually do. Yes. I have, dads a, and I have a surprising amount of my baby teeth still left. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Old baby tooth um, Morris. That's why they call me that. Oh, okay. That's that makes how, sense yeah, now, yeah. actually. Yeah, I should have known. And I, I can't known. emphasize enough that all of these are within sight. Yeah, I can. I know this. this. I know this block you're talking about. Okay. Which one do you think? So which one do you think you're most likely to patronize? I haven't even gotten to. I need to list oh, some more, more businesses okay. before we yeah, decide yeah, sure. that, Jordan. What do you got? There's more. There's a store called Beauty Center. Mm-hmm. Now, look, Beauty Center. This doesn't sound. This sounds like an unremarkable store. You know what I mean? This is a place where you get your nails done or whatever. Sure. Or you get your hair set. No, <laughs> they offer IV drips and foot detox. Oh my god! Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> when your okay, sure. when your foot feet go to detox. a when your feet go to an intense bachelor party. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to get him back into shape. Mm-hmm. There's something called On Track Themes. That one I had to look up because that just said On Track right. Themes. Uh, they produce themed attractions and complex out of home entertainment. Oh yeah. Huh. I'm like what? I like leaving the home to be entertained. I, like I like to keep my at home entertainment simple. If you know what I mean. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm talking about a little a little something classic. Oh yeah, like um, <laughs> like cup and ball, <laughs> <laughs> jacks. <laughs> it's a, it's a little something I discovered when I was about 13 years old, uh, and it's been entertaining oh, me ever since. Getting out of a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, 
Shop Ugly Sweaters, which is a store that only sells ugly sweaters. Wow. Well, wow. These are all within, again, we're talking about one block to the left, one block to the right. You can see all of these from the front door. Wow. Burbank. Now that I know what's been happening with rent in Burbank, I'm shocked that these places are (laughs) open. (laughs) I mean, I guess they probably don't have in-home laundry services. Yep, that's why. No dishwasher. No hot food bar. That's why. (laughs) One time I went to, uh, what's that thing called? Bumbershoot Mm -hmm. in Seattle. And when I was at Bumbershoot, I stayed in a hotel. And the, the hotel had a Whole Foods down mm-hmm. down at the bottom mm-hmm. of it there's no greater hotel in a uh, 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 amenity than a whole foods at the bottom just go down there get yourself some newman's own oreos sure a little <laughs> you don't have to get, get those buy. out of the fucking you don't have to go to the mini bar get uh-huh. yourself some get yourself some mac and cheese you know what if the mac and cheese is under season to you get mm-hmm. some cholula too Put some Cholula <laughs> on there. Little, sure. Get a little spice in there. Mix it up. Yeah. It's going to cost you $3. Um, That's true. Nicole, we mentioned your WGA award at the top of the mm-hmm. show. Did you get to yeah. Did you get to like accept it at an award ceremony, or was it one of these, uh, you know, there's a pandemic, no, so we have to it do virtual. it on Zoom? Ah, bummer. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It was kind of, it was weird. It was like virtual. I was wearing a sweatshirt, sitting at home, just, just like chilling, doing nothing. Um and yeah, it was it was crazy because it came up very quickly too. Because the this the WGA awards was the fastest uh, virtual award show I've seen. They didn't have any. They just had like jokes and people coming out and presenting things. So yeah, and then they we didn't get. I got the statue on Monday because they come with a messenger and the messenger brings it to you, so you get to sign for it. And get I love that. I feel That's like nice. when I first cool. started doing the Sound of Young America in Los Angeles, my the former name of Bullseye, my NPR show. The greatest thrill was to have something messengered to you. Because yeah. in show business, all they do is – all they did at the time, all they did was messenger things to each other. Just messenger, 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 messenger. It was like working at a law firm in Manhattan. Just mm-hmm. messenger, messenger. Everybody's messengering things to each other, bottles of champagne or what? I don't know, show business things. Yeah, yeah. Now that yeah. there's online screeners, nobody's messengered anything to me in five years. And it's just such a bummer because I would love – I love – you'd love to have a man come to your door, knock on it, and open up his Manhattan Portage shoulder bag, pull something <laughs> out of there, pull out a DVD and a paper sleeve. It's fun to sign for yeah. something. I know. It's very fun to sign for something. I ran out and I was so excited. And I think he was used to it because he didn't act like I was crazy at all. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, it was this huge box. I don't have it anymore. I threw it away. But it was this huge like cardboard box and it was wrapped in plastic and it looks like a whale tail and it was really exciting. They should have it. I would love it. They should have it messengered by someone who would present it at an award show like Bryce Dallas Howard. That would be cool. That would be really cool. And then if I got to give a little speech and then they played me off and I'd be like, okay. Your messenger is like, we need to wrap it up. Yeah. And I'd be like, great. Thank you so much. Just ding dong. And you look out the peephole and you're like, Bruce Valanche. (laughs) I was thinking about how crazy it would be to actually have been in the audience, though, because I was literally sitting in an apartment with one other person. And I was so nervous that when we and when we won, I was like screaming bloody murder because I was just I'm not good at being cool or like chill. Um, I feel like if I would have been there, I would have like 
passed out or something. <laughs> it, like I was like, it's good to win my first award, uh, you know, without people having to see it. Yeah, your next like, one you can be like lose. super over it. Like the next award, yeah, you can I'll be, be like, like mm-hmm. oh, is this okay? When are we gonna wrap this I'll up? Be like, oh, hey guys, yeah, I'll be like, can you guys just hold it for a little bit? I don't want to hold it; it looks heavy. Um, yeah, I'll be over it, but. This time I had no chill and I was screaming and it was really fun. But yeah, I'm like, how do people lose gracefully? I'd be sad. <laughs> I would just be too Go dramatic fuck. for all of that. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I'd be like, God damn it. Yeah, exactly. Ah, shit. Jeopardy. Fuck. <laughs> fuck you, fuck Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Fuck you. All these fucking asshole dudes. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, oh, I, I, he I died. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. or whatever. What if but- I can change regular shit into question shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did they, did they like check in with you about when it was going to come? Or yeah. were they just or were they just like, well, if you're not there, we'll just have your neighbor sign for it. No, they were like you have to be here and sign for it. It was a big to do. And they sent me an email 2 weeks like when I first won it and then 2 weeks later to like double check to make sure I was going to be here. So it was really it was really intense. But 100% was, what I imagined when you said that it arrived at your door with a messenger. Yeah. It's like the kind of like crate that King Kong comes in. Oh yeah, sure. Like a oh, yeah, big yeah. crate <laughs> and you kinda... have to pry it open with a pry bar mm-hmm. and then just uh-huh. like a bunch of uh a bunch of like sawdust comes out. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing if there was a podium in that. And so then you get to stand on a little podium and accept <sighs> it. But then the mes- that messenger would be exhausted. He'd be like, this fucking sucks. Right. Like, I have to do, do this nine more times house. today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have any idea how many daily show writers there are? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. They were, they were. Oh, my God. I think it was like Saturday Night Live had like 20 oh, or 30 yeah, people sure. that they had to name. Old staff just it's for crazy. update. Oh, my God. This messenger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the messenger's exhausted. Um, so. Nicole, I also wanted to ask about a recent uh, thematic series of posts on your Instagram. Um, okay, <laughs> you, I, okay. So I'm, I'm, I only have a little bit of information, and I'm going to need you to fill in the blanks. You okay. went on a vacation and did a like Instagram slideshow of like of the like tackiest beach town shirts. Oh yeah, I only had a couple. I only had a. Cu- That's funny because I thought you were going to say a different one than I did. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, everything I do on Instagram is accidental. Yeah. Like I end up doing something, and then people will be like, "Hey, remember that thing you did on Instagram?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was supposed to be a thing, not just something I was thinking about that day." Um, you go into a few yeah, state we when you cruise. Insta. I get it. Yeah. No, I Nicole really is just... Nicole's whole Instagram is just an audition for on track themes. Mm. That's right. Exactly. I'm trying to show people where the, all the hottest spots are. Um, mm-hmm. It's typically my living room. Um, yeah, no, it was a, I went up, me and my boyfriend went on a cruise and we saw the craziest people. I mean, listen, they're all, I'm sure they're all lovely and they all have, they all seemed very nice. We met a lot of very nice people. But I, I think what's so amazing about a cruise is everything. First of all, it's just like the wildest experience. And then People just fully lean into the tackiest shit right. ever. And they just don't care. Like, and I think that's honestly, it was kind of refreshing to just see people living their damn lives and not giving a shit that like their t shirts say crazy things. I wish I could remember what the t shirts that I posted said, but yeah, I, they all had crazy t shirts. We, we, uh, last week on the show, I think it was last week, we had a little discussion about like mountain people and desert people. I bet there are cruise. I've not been on a cruise, but I bet there are cruise people. 
A hundred percent I mean, there are. There 100% are pe- those people. There are people like we met two groups of people that they get off the cruise at the port and then they just get right back on it and do two cruises back to back. Like people, cruise? it's a whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we um, had a cruise. We had a Max Fun cruise many years ago. We had, did two of them. And I'm, uh, you know, obviously anybody, some people haven't heard Jordan Jesse go before, but I'm a, what they call a pretentious twat. And, um, I had a great time on the cruises, uh, and not just like, obviously, you know, it helps if you're going to go see Auntie Ballas and the mountain goats on your cruise, but like. That's, that's uh, the representative you know, of you, cruise entertainment, right? I know. What cruise were you on? Was this like the Joko like, cruise? This, like, was oh, was our, cool this was cruise. our this was our cruise. This was the Max Fun cruise, boatparty.biz. Oh. And we, we had great you know, great being Matt Bronger and Kyle Kinane being around is is a lot of fun. Yeah. But um <laughs> they and Chris Fairbanks <laughs> did this thing where they they got they all bought the unlimited drink plan. And uh, you get this card that you can put your tips on. And they said they're just going to tip a dollar a drink. And whoever has the biggest bill at the end of the cruise wins. Wow. Huh? <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, leaving aside, like, obviously, the stuff the stuff that we, like, had planned was really fun. But honestly, like, the part that was the best about the cruise, and I really enjoyed the cruise, and I'm normally like I'm like a like I want to go to a city and go to a bunch of museums on vacation. I'm not a rester on vacation. Agree, absolutely uh, agree. But like on a cruise, you just kind of like this kind of like veil comes between your conscious and subconscious mind. <laughs> your conscious mind dies. Yeah, and you just eat soft serve. Mm. Yes! There's a soft serve machine. That you have access to all the time. Yes. And you're just kind of like stumbling around from soft serve machine to soft serve machine, just pouring it into your hand and smashing it onto your face and hoping that some some goes in your mouth. And it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Ours was was on the Lido deck. We were laughing because we would always be like, you want to go to the Lido deck and get some more soft serve? (laughs) We're like, I think I'm feeling strawberry today. I'm going to do strawberry all day today. It's it's a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. What were you? We should explain. There was a Lido desk on your cruise because you were on a Boss Skaggs cruise. Yeah, that's true. Sure. I don't know what that humor. means, but yes, I that's a great joke. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nicole. I got you. I support. Um what yeah, what were your what were your cruise indulgences? Uh, uh I, I hear a lot about seafood towers. Did you get unlimited drinks? I want to okay. hear this from Nicole, but Jordan, can I just interject real quick? On the Boss Gags cruise on the Lido deck, most popular thing to do is shuffleboard. Okay, go ahead, Nicole. That's yeah, just a lot of fun for Boss, Gag, yeah. Boss Gags fans out there. If you're not a Boss Gags fan, don't worry about it. Go on to r slash Boss Gags and they'll explain it to you. Okay. Nicole, what were your favorite activities on the cruise? Um, <laughs> well, okay. So first of all, we don't drink. So we got we got the unlimited bubbles program okay oh yeah unlimited soda unlimited people farting in the pool we were like fucking children just drinking we because we we just we've looked at the price of the package and then like tried to divide that out by like how much would we have to drink per day to equal the package that we paid for and it was i think it was four sodas a day you could do (laughs) you could do that standing on your head 
Which you th- honestly, I thought it would be so easy because I love soda. But then after a while, I was like, I don't want four sodas today. You but I'm to, going to drink you four gotta, sodas. You're losing today. money. Mm-hmm. Did they and have one of those machines it? that makes any kind of soda? No, I wish they did. They just had regular sodas, like behind the bar. So it wasn't that exciting. But we did the unlimited bubbles. We did the frozen yogurt every fucking day. We did um, – we went to go see the shows, which we were on um, – you, listen, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking it was a janky cruise, but we did. We just had a blast, so I didn't think it was that bad. But it was like a carnival cruise. No shade to carnival, but I just did. No, that carnival. is a janky cruise. I when when the economy collapsed mm-hmm. in 2008, um, uh, me and my wife and our friend Adam Lissagor from You Look Nice Today and his wife went on a cruise that was like it was like a three day cruise. The, that at the time, because the economy had collapsed, you'd get for like $150 or something. Yes. <laughs> and it was a carnival cruise and it was so janky. But that's sort of like, I mean, what do you want to do? We don't want to do fancy stuff on a cruise. Yeah. It's going to be bad fancy stuff. Do fancy stuff in a fancy, go do go to Paris if you want to do fancy stuff. Exactly. On a cruise, you want to eat soft serve. You want to be nasty. You want to wear tie-dyed shirts with the name of the town you just visited yep. on them. Like you want to do all the just like the, the dumbest, weirdest shit. And so we went to see the shows, and the shows were. <laughs> it just felt like musical <laughs> theater kids that couldn't get into the program they wanted to get into, or couldn't get into the shows that they wanted right. to get into. And listen, they were giving it they all, but it was a it was a lot. We went to this one show called Eighty Eight Keys. And we were like, oh, cool. Maybe it'll be like dueling pianos or some kind of it's piano a, show. Named after the <laughs> Kanye West producer, 88 Keys. Yeah, 88 Keys, exactly. <laughs> and so we went to the show and this guy's playing the piano. And about like five minutes into the show, because this was a really talented singer. He was, I mean, they were all, you know, they were all. It was Boss Gags. Just say it. It was Boss Gags. <laughs> it was Boss Gags. Yes. It was Boss Gags was on the Lido deck. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was playing. And then suddenly we were both like, wait a damn second. <laughs> This dude is not playing piano. (laughs) They rolled a piano out there. They had this man on there pretending to play. It's one of those floppy disk pianos. You know what I'm talking about? Those floppy disk pianos. It's a piano that you put a floppy disk into and then it plays the songs. It was that. I don't even know if the buttons went down. But he, first of all, he was very good at faking it until we realized. And then it was like, oh, my God. We were just like, we were tricked. If you can be that good at faking it, why don't you just play the piano? Why don't you just yeah, play the damn piano? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know but we I'm got not... played. I... <laughs> they I have like, access really to every musician in the world who isn't quite good enough to do music right? Where on land. Right. These people, they have access to every almost good enough musician that there is. Right. So why can't they find somebody? It's like they should be able to like remember when Journey hired that guy from YouTube from the Philippines? Yes. He was like, great though. They should be able to hire the piano guy of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, cuz there definitely is one cuz what they were playing was like pop music. So there's somebody that can play these songs. There's but somebody in like- Saskatchewan that can't make it to Toronto. <laughs> that can just be on a boat playing the fucking piano. And you can pay that chump right. in soft serve. You don't have to pay him exactly. in actual money. You can pay me in soft serve. Sure. I, would, I would take it because it's good soft serve. I mean, um, to to me, let's, hear, let's hear about toppings for a second. Toppings? toppings? No toppings. No, it no. was just raw. We were raw dogs. Just- <laughs> Absolutely. The thing that impressed me about the actual cruise ship entertainment is that, like, 
These are people, these are professional entertain, like real professional entertainers. Like they aren't like the difference between them and land entertainers is not so much that they're not good enough. Like it's not like these are real professional entertainers. Like these are, these are people who are making a career of this. It's that they have, they have a quality. They have a C quality. It's not that they're worse. It's that they're They're, more grizzled. They're really, they're really good. Grizzled quality. Honestly, I think it's similar to the t-shirt mentality of like, this might be goofy or dumb or whatever perceived as that on land, but at sea, that's life. Like that's just how it is. They're really going for it. They're super committed. They're big. They don't give a shit that everybody's just sitting there dopey looking at them. Like they were, they were really doing it. And so, yeah, it's a qual, it's a certain quality, and it's very musical theatery. Um, it's like they're singing pop songs, but just like with a like, like, like it's like pop songs minus the soul. You know what I mean? Like right. they're doing like runs, and it's like ah, like you know, like a run that you're like that was bad, but like I like that because she was committed to it. You know? Yeah. I mean, what it is, is it's like, it's real professional entertainers who are like, you know what? I'll live on a boat. Yeah. Sure. For six months, four months. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll live on a boat. Maybe they're running from something. Yeah. Maybe it, hey. maybe it, uh, maybe it behooves them to be in international waters. Jordan, here we are in Los Angeles. Yeah. Don't pretend like we're not running from something. That's why we all went into the entertainment sure. industry. These people are just living it. They know I'm it. running They're... toward something, Jesse. It's my dreams. Okay. Fairly. Well, talk to your therapist about this because <laughs> I don't, I think, yeah, they raise some, raise some baby birds and then talk to me. Um, like it, it really is about like all show business is about a certain amount of desperate shamelessness Mm -hmm. like that is what we have agreed to do you know even on a cool podcast right (laughs) even even though even on a show like jordan jesse go that has like miles davis 1964 levels of cool reserve and a air of je ne sais quoi um even on a show like this, there's a certain shameless desperation to any type of show business performance work. And I think what's going on with the people on a boat is that they've gone to the boat because they know that on the boat, they don't have to pretend not to be doing Mm -hmm. that. They just say, I'm going to open my heart and live what I am. 12 hours above deck, 12 hours below deck. You know what I mean? Like they go up there, they they are they show, they show out, they sing with the floppy disk piano, whatever it is, they do th- two thirds of grease, cut a lot of stuff internally to make it fit into the time slot. Yeah, people don't need to hear beauty school drop out, I guess. Yeah. And then they go under the boat into the dark area of the boat and they they have squirrel sex just burrow sex wow just like 
like little moles just fucking like crazy and doing hard drugs. And then they sleep and they come back out and they sing again. They shine like Klieg lamps in the night. Um, the Your montage of the boat shirts um, gave me a very, a very potent memory. I don't know if this was in your boat shirt montage or if this is just like the prominent like beach scumbag shirt from my youth. But um, I'm like, boy, it's been forever since I thought about Buttweiser, the king of rears. <laughs> this was like every like beach scumbag when I was growing up had had a shirt that was a parody of the but the Budweiser logo, uh-huh. but it was Budweiser, and then it had all these drawn like butts. Yeah, Nicole Jordan and I went to college together. I don't know if you know this, but Jordan and I went to college together, and eventually Jordan ended up being a literature major. Mm-hmm. Um. But initially, he was actually studying to be a federal booty inspector. Ooh, right. hey, hey, hey. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, it didn't work That's out. Right. I couldn't pass the drug test. <laughs> Fucking clonopin. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> and all the rock. No, music. I know why you. I know why you said the Buttweiser thing because I posted this shirt that said nothing but yes, Aloha. There it is. There it <laughs> is. It was a T-shirt that this man got in Hawaii. Yeah, you can see it. It's a bunch of butts on it. It's just did a you of a check bunch of in with this man about taking a picture of this T-shirt? Like, did no. you say, "Excuse me, sir, I can't no. help but notice that you're wearing a T-shirt that says nothing but Aloha." Do you Listen. mind if I snap? If do you mind if I grab a quick snapshot Mm-mm. of your like charming a- tea? This is like a nature show, okay? When you're filming the animals, you have to keep your distance from them so that they can continue in their natural habitat. Habitat. Yeah, I mean, I think it's habitat? kind of like the paparazzi, Jesse. It's like you yeah. know, you know, when you're a public figure, you I can only expect so much privacy. And I think you know, it's something you agree to when you become the king of rears. Yeah, king of rears. <laughs> when you're wearing a shirt, yeah. You, you're putting it out there. We, we're going to take pictures of it. I cut his head off, though, so there's no head. It's just the back of him. So, yeah, I respected some of his privacy, but not the butts part. <laughs> Jordan, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where do you stand on the divine right of the king of beers? <laughs> the king of <laughs> oh. beers. <laughs> oh, no, I mean. Do you think that God created, do you think that God gave the kingly authority to the king of rears? Or do you think that's something that only man can grant? Yeah, I mean, um, Listen, I do think that the King of Rears is appointed by God. He is <laughs> his messenger on earth. Mm-hmm. And he's there to, you know, oversee all all things having to do with the rear. Yeah, I mean, this is the difference between the Anglican Church mm. and the Catholic right. Church. Mm. The Anglicans believe that God created the King of Rears. <laughs> It is something, there's something, what is it about calling it the rear that is like, that is so like, I don't, I can't tell if it's delightful or gross. I guess it's both. Is I it the like can? Is that the, is the, is the can a butt? No. Yeah. I, right? uh, the one, the one I'm remembering, and I'm, I'm guessing this is a often knocked off shirt that probably, mm-hmm. you know, no one has the rights to this. I think every... You know, from uh, uh, name your beach town. I bet you could buy a, a unlicensed version of this shirt there. And I think that probably the design varies. But the one I'm remembering is it was 
like the that <laughs> so, I googled King of Prayers. There is no shortage. <laughs> yeah. There's just probably a ton of them. The one I was This butt's for you, Jordan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh, there's so many there's so many ways in. Um yeah, the one I'm remembering is it was kind of like the design of the Budweiser can, but it looked like three like women in thongs. And I think at that, you know, at the time I I I thought it was funny, but I mean, I also, you know, was a young man and just kind of discovering myself and I think I I think I enjoyed the rears. I like yeah. rears. I like I like the word rear. Yeah. It feels like my mom used to say that. <laughs> it's an old. I feel like it kind of went out of style in the nineties, yeah. like how people don't say like dork really as much anymore. Those kinds of like insults. We were talking about. I was talking with somebody the other day about sphincter. Oh yeah, sphincter. <laughs> remember how people used to be like sphincter says what? Right. Sphincter says what? Yeah, nobody does says that anymore. It's gone. Yeah, I mean, I'm. What's funny is I I got I have the picture up. You were saying there's pictures of three rears on mm-hmm. here? I want to see you. I'm actually seeing uh, – all I'm seeing here is tushies. Interesting. Interesting. I think yeah. that speaks to the to my theory that these were regional. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm seeing oh three my God. tushies they, on here. They sell it at Urban Outfitters currently. Do they? Oh, have that's that so funny. Oh, no, wait, it's just a regular Budweiser. Oh, wait, it's just a regular Budweiser. My bad. But <laughs> when you look it up, it pops up. There's one here that says this one is the same as the other ones, but it says butt snorkeler. Huh. <laughs> butt snorkeler. Interesting. That where you put your face in a butt? Uh, I don't. I mean, some king of rears I am. I don't even know. I'm going to yeah. plead ignorance. Deep diving. What's funny about it is, like, I Googled king of rears. Yeah. And, you know, like the suggested things are like Budweiser, Buttweiser, Flag, Buttweiser, Buttweiser, spelled two different ways, uh, Beer, Dorm, Butts, <laughs> College Dorm, Rears Flag, mm-hmm. right? And then there's like about one screen's worth of the classic, the the, the picture that you were describing, Jordan, right. the Buttweiser picture. Mm-hmm. And then if you scroll down one more... There's some car parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a thing that says, welcome to the farm. And then there's all aboard the Trump train. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. It was only a matter of time. I'm seeing liberty or death. <laughs> don't tread on me. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a picture of an actual, like, a lot of people, I, when I say dump truck, it is an actual picture of a dump truck. Like, it's just a dump truck. It doesn't, it's not a butt thing. It's just a dump truck. Just a regular dump truck. Well, a butt is a, drum- a dump truck, right? Isn't a dump truck also a butt? But like, this, uh, no, because this is just a dump truck. Like, yeah. I want to be clear. This isn't a butt dump truck. <laughs> this is a standard dump but truck. Like- well, that's what Cisco says. She has dumps like a truck. You know what I mean? Look, yeah, I'm, but I'm saying that. Cisco is talking about a a butt, a butt. dump truck, and this is <laughs> only dump for truck. dumping, but not butt dumping, not poop dumping, like just no dumping. There's just regular dumps of of dirt or. Have yeah. there been a cultural Other... reevaluation of the song thong song yet? What what would they what would the reevaluation celebrate? Be? Yeah, it's celebrating the booty, right? Is there? I mean, I think the initial 
the initial evaluation was, uh, man, this uh, uh, Cisco is singing of this fun butt song, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then now I would say the reevaluation would be like, man, this this butt song by Cisco is fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, roller coaster. I don't think America ever really like there. I mean, there was too much of the thong song, but I don't. Th- I think everyone understood that the reason that it was a hit was that it's a fucking. It's great. I mean, it's the it's the thong song. The thong 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 thong. Like it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Very catchy. We like songs about butts. We have that with I like big butts and I cannot lie. So classic yeah. butt song. Every generation has its, has butt, its butt song. Butt song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. how come there's? Are there any good rock and roll butt songs? I don't. You're a rock and roll guy. Yeah. You're you're sort of punk rock guy. Any good punk rock sure. butt no, butt jams? That's a great question. I wonder what the most prominent rock song about the. Any Elvis Costello butt songs? <laughs> Any pavement butt songs? Oh Jordan? Pavement butt song, I don't think. Um, Hold Steady have any butt songs? <laughs> right, yeah. It was Break Finn, right? Any butt songs? Right, it was about a... Uh, yeah, it was about a... I'm going to text Darnell and ask Mountain Goats <laughs> to write a butt song. Well, ZZ Top had legs, but Yeah, legs same. are attached to a you butt. That's, They're attached well, to a Some butt. people think legs are butt. Mm-hmm. They could be but part of But it's a whole thing. It's it depends a whole on how thing. your butt is. Yeah, if your butt we're not going to get into whether legs are butt or butt is legs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's yeah, not sound off what in the we're comments. here to do. Oh, we're not, this isn't red. You know, there's a great. I mean, I, I think it's depending on what version of Bob Dylan's uh, "Blood on the Tracks" you get. <laughs> there is, there is a demo he he did that is on kind of some of the expanded editions called "Show Me That Turd Cutter." What? No, there's not. Okay, let's take a Tell break. Oh, you know. Let's take a break. <laughs> yeah. There's not. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, the Max Fun Drive is right around the corner, so this is a special time for us to thank all of the members of Maximum Fun for making this show possible. We love them. We thank them. They are very important to us. Yeah. Everybody's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join. You own. You shred. Yeah. Way to beat ass. <laughs> Donors. <You> fucking whip. <laughs> Uh, we're also supported this week by the good people at Stitch Fix. Jordan, Mm. your body isn't one size fits all. No. And who knows my body better than you? (laughs) (laughs) I think a great man once taught us, Jordan, that your body is a wonderland. Mm -hmm. And the the good folks at Stitch Fix understand that. Uh, so when you go, when you go over there to Stitch Fix, they give you this style quiz. So I like this, I like that, I like this, I like that, I like this, I like that. It's a lot of fun. One of the things you do is you put in some information about your body. Stitch Fix has stylists. The stylists have computers. The computers know the inches of the clothes. And they give you clothes that have the right inches, as you prefer, according to your Wonderland body. 
It's a revolution in wearing stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stitch Fix is, is is really great. You can you can you can set up an uh you can set up a thing where they send you a box of a box of good stuff um every once in a while. Uh you can kind of time that out to your liking or you can check out Stitch Fix Freestyle. It's an online shop built just for you. You fill out that style quiz and uh, instead of just going on a, you know, uh pants.gov all willy-nilly looking for pants you know <laughs> pants.gov is just that one audio clip of uh lyndon johnson talking about yeah. how the how the inseam of his pants cuts up on his bunghole that's all that is at pants.gov that's not <laughs> helpful at all for you if you need no. Uh, some new, you know, refined workwear or casual basics. Yeah. Uh, get started today by filling out your free style quiz at stitchfix.com slash jjgo and get free shipping and returns. That's stitchfix.com slash jjgo. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron where we share messages from our listeners, you can go to maximumfun.org slash Jumbotron. It's as easy as that. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Nicole Thurman, lift top coffee table. <laughs> I just got a lift top coffee table. I'm very excited about it, you guys. How's that going? Get some it's fucking awesome. Here. It's a coffee table, and it's also a desk. And also, you can just eat your food off of it and look all sad and eat TV dinners, you know, and stuff. It's great. I love it. What are you sticking in there? What am I sticking in there? I got a blanket. I got a massager, massage gun in there. I got some headphones, a lighter, whatever you want. You just throw it in there. Lift top coffee oh, tables. Yeah. There, it's where it's at. It's really. It's good. a massage gun. A sexual aid. Um, it, I'm. You know what? I think anything can be a sexual aid if you put your mind to it. Um, <laughs> but I, sure. and I actually do just use it for a sore shoulder. <laughs> so it's not that. It, it, it's like a thing that goes. Yeah, exactly. It's like a like a Theragun. And yeah, it has different attachments, so it can definitely be a sex thing if you wanted to. Okay, so how do, does it do? You, <laughs> is it a good? Is it good? It is. I love it. I feel like yeah. I mean, you just put it on your. You know, if you ha- like right after you work out, you can put it on your thighs and put it on your muscles. Like it gets sore, and it works it out. It's nice, especially if you like. I live alone, so I'm just like needing help <laughs> by myself, and I'm like, no, you okay. live alone, so you need sexual. Aids. I need sexual aids. I need sexual <laughs> aids, and then if I, I'd like to switch it up, I like to use it sexually, and then also for the purpose that it was created for. You know, yeah, my um, feel the same way about pineapples. Ay. Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> my, uh, you fucking pineapples, I'm, y'all. <laughs> I think my, I'll do mine anyway. My thing was going to be, oh, my my un, 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 uh, unconventional sexual aid is the dictionary because I'm turned on by intelligence. Ay. Thanks, Jordan. The intelligence <laughs> yeah. you get from reading the dictionary. Isn't that called yeah. a sapiosexual? Like it's like a thing. Sapiosexual is like people who are that turned is, on by yes. intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that because um, I'm smart. Are you turned on right now, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm too busy thinking about those birds. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's a, it's got to be on your mind. Jordan's cheaping out on us. Cheaping over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, like three little baby birdies set up shop outside your office window while you're trying to write gags for television, uh, give us a call, 206-9844-FUN, or just take out your phone, record a, record a voice mem- memorandum, and email it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. 
Uh, here's an example of somebody that did the, you know, we got, we got, we got one here. I took my medicine earlier. I'm a little lost. Go ahead, Brian, press, press the play. Uh, hi, this is Ray. Um, I'm calling, uh, with a momentous occasion. Um, <laughs> so my daughter is five years old and she is, uh, learning to cuss and she's testing it out. Um, we have basically set up this, the struct, the structure that she um can't use the big ones and uh yet and then and she can't say any at school um and so she has started using she's been using the word biscuit from bluey uh as in uh oh, biscuits but she definitely says it like it's a bad cuss uh and but she's experimenting with others and my momentous occasion is that the other day uh i overheard her uh building with her legos and uh the lego piece fell apart and she goes oh, Jesus biscuits. <laughs> um, so yeah, my moment, momentous occasion is that my kid came up with uh, what may be the best cuss around uh, Jesus biscuits. Uh, so <laughs> thank you, love you guys. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, oh, also uh, I use they them pronouns, but uh, yeah, love you guys. Bye. Hi, it's uh, it's Ray again with the uh, very good kid swear, and uh, my daughter wanted to say something. Jesus biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Oh, Jesus biscuits. <laughs> she just wanted to make sure you had a recording of it. Yeah. All right, love you guys. Bye. Love so you cute. too, Ray. Thanks for uh, thanks for getting that right. I was worried that you were about to fuck it up by not having your child say it into a microphone, and you really nailed it. I really appreciate that. Uh, somewhere in heaven, uh, my grandma Rita is uh listening in she's upset that a child swore and she's saying oh thunder turtles <laughs> nicole could you s- casually swear around the house as a as a kid no i could not i would get in trouble it's i'm still i'm a full full ass adult and when i cuss in front of my mom i always apologize i'm always like i'm sorry i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that yeah um, yeah same here i stop myself i yeah. like i like can feel myself about to do it and yeah. then i take a minute yeah I was still, I was, I'm still shook when I see people cuss in front of their parents because I'm like, oh, yeah. you get to do that? What? <laughs> it's crazy. Jordan, you feel you yourself to about to do Butthead it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, you feel yourself about to do it and you take a minute, think about baseball and then go back in there. Hey, Jesse. First we got the massage uh-huh. gun. Now uh-huh. we got this. <laughs> uh, all these erection jokes today out of you. <laughs> I know. Not my typical. Um... Jesse, do your have your kids done any kind of pre swearing or pre swearing? My daughter has my ten year old has very intense feelings about swears. Mm. Um, she doesn't like them at all. She mm. hates them. Thinks they're lazy writing. But right now, her only interest is watching spoof movies. Mm-hmm. She's really into spoof movies because she saw a scary movie and now she wants to see every spoof movie. And it's a train. The train has left the station. There's no stopping it. It's hurtling through like disaster movie and right. epic movie. These like you get to, half get to watch star. the Naked Guns at some point though. I know. That's I'm like. Can we please just watch the Naked Guns? Yes, they Top star secret? a murderer, a literal murderer. But oh, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm still thrilled to and. Um, who did Anna uh, Nicole Smith kill, Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Anna Nicole Smith? Oh. Um, How dare you? And 
my daughter will tell me about the jokes with swears Mm -hmm. and she'll say the swears because she wants to report the joke. Mm -hmm. Gotta get the quote right. Right. She wants to get the quote right, but she doesn't want to say the word. But she says the word because she feels it's important to get the joke right. Well, that's good. The integrity. She has, you know, she understands that sometimes it's part of the, you know, rhythm or the characterization. Yeah. That's Meanwhile, good. my seventy-eight-year-old mother will like come to visit, and she'll just be like, "Fucking motherfuckers!" <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there. That's true. There are a lot of motherfuckers out there, especially at a rental car counter. Hey, that's the number one place motherfuckers like to congregate. You know them yeah. motherfuckers be at the rental car places, hanging out. They mm-hmm. ask a yeah. bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Trying to give you a minivan when you, mm-hmm. you just wanted a midsize. Mm-hmm. If you say no to insurance, they like so look at you like gas. you're crazy, have you questioning yourself, yeah. should I like, get the I insurance? have it on my credit card. My credit card gives me insurance. I don't need to give you the money. Right. I'm using should my I, credit card. Should I rent this standalone GPS in 2022? <laughs> <laughs> this unit Wait, comes in a leather case. Right. $35 for an aux cable? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, you get to enjoy a little uh, weekend of satellite radio, mm-hmm. XM satellite radio. That's yeah. always fun, isn't Love it? it. Love the Kevin Hart channel. Sure. Kevin Hart channel. 60s Kevin on Hart 6. Channel. Have you seen the television commercials for satellite radio where it's all the people from satellite radio hanging out together? But the only Howard Stern is not there, and they talk about Kevin Hart, but he's not there. And the only person you really are confident that you know who it is is Dax Shepard. <laughs> That's funny. Does he have a satellite radio channel, Dax Shepard, from Without a Paddle? <laughs> it is. It is wild who has XM satellite radio shows. Um, I have seen one with Kevin Hart where he's. Like listening at in very at various like locations, like with the kind of the the pitch being you can listen anywhere. For a while, our friend Dave Holmes had a satellite radio show. That's I would love to hear exactly him. Exactly. Who should have? Can a I tell you something? Hmm. I think I have a satellite radio show, but I'm not sure. Hopefully. That's Who God's knows? own truth. I think I'm on satellite radio, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. I'm I've heard put bull, that I've at heard, I've heard Bullseye on satellite radio before. There's like a uh, public radio. Channels, I know so. that it you was, do. but I don't know that it is. Let okay. me put it that way. <laughs> I know it was, don't know that it is. Um, do you know the, this guy? You know, I I worked at XM Satellite Radio for a minute when mm-hmm. I was just out of college, and uh, this guy worked on uh, this children's political talk station. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, sure. Uh, there was this teen on it. And now he's like a drive time host on WFAN, the biggest sports talk station in America. Dang. Okay. Evan Roberts was a nice teen when I met him. Got I was like 22. He was like 17 or something. Wow. Uh, Brian, apparently we have uh, one of our signature segments that the listeners come up with for us because we no, we invent these nicole just so you know these are ideas that we've had and written down we do a lot of work on the show we work really hard on the show we don't just show up and have a list of stores we saw in burbank (laughs) 
Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and I'm going to guess Steve Ag. Uh, this is Nathan in St. Louis calling in for the classic segment, uh, Funny Things I Found in My Bible. Um, I was doing my uh, reading practice that I do, and uh, there's a really weird thing in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 10, where basically if two dudes are fighting, uh, it is not allowed for their wives to come in and, like, try and help them out to win the fight. Specifically, uh, their wives are not allowed to uh, jump into the fray and uh, grab one of the dude's balls. Uh, and if she does, then you're supposed to cut her hand off, which is weird and messed up and all that stuff. Uh, but the important thing here is that in the King James Version, uh, it reads, if she taketh him by the secret. Mm. Uh, love the show. Uh, love you guys. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Taketh him. If two men are fighting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesse, you're reading right from the Bible here now, right? Yeah. I'm re- if two men fight together and the wife of one draws near to rescue her husband from the hand of the one attacking him and puts out her hand and seizes him by the genitals. Wow. Okay, that's Deuteronomy twenty five eleven. We got a. I mean, this is a cliffhanger. This is so, this is so hyper specific. It's like this is just something that happened to this guy. Yeah. yeah. This guy like, oh, like, we need to do a commandment about uh, this. Well, like Deuteronomy yeah. raised his hand at the Bible at the Bible writing yeah, meeting. He's right. like, "Oh, some shit happened to me earlier, and I want to make sure that it gets in uh, there." So because... God told me that if some guy's wife uh, grabs okay. my junk. Yeah. They said so that, if uh, two men yeah. fight together, by the way, two is italicized. Mm-hmm. If two men fight together and the wife of one draws near to rescue her husband from the hand of the one attacking him and puts out her hand <laughs> and seizes him by the genitals. That's really funny. You know, this is Deuteronomy 25, 12. Then you shall cut off her hand. Damn. Your eye shall not pity her. It's been so long since I've been seized by the genitals. I know, right? I feel like that kind of sounded nice. That's mostly movies <laughs> when they're going to threaten someone. They like grab them by the dick or something, right? Like, get, yeah. This yeah. whole thing where you fight their with eyes another cross. guy and then your wife yeah. comes and seizes him by the genitals, that's a subreddit, right? Yeah. yeah. Gotta be. Gotta be. They fight with another R guy. genital seizing. Seize. Your wife seizes him by the genitals. You must not show pity. Yeah, don't feel sorry for God, Sheila. She grabbed my these... dick when I was fighting with George. So she deserved <laughs> it. She needed to lose that hand. Okay. Can I tell you something that is maybe even better? Deuteronomy twenty five thirteen. Mm. Just tr- I want to be clear. It just transitioned straight into this. Twenty Deuteronomy twenty five thirteen thing. After the thing about seizing genitals and cutting off the hand and you're not allowed to pity the one-handed woman whose hand got cut off because she seized the genitals because her husband was in a fight. Mm -hmm. You shall not have in your bag differing weights, a large and a small. He said, when you go to the gym after cutting off this lady's hand, make sure that the dumbbells are even. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) One big arm and one small arm. I mean, it's possible. That's hilarious. Why is that? That the bag here is a scrote. Oh, could be. Mm. It could be. I'm not saying it is. I'm not a Bible. I'm no Herschel Walker. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Bible scholar. But it could be. You shall not have in your house differing measures, a large and a small. So you can really only have the one. If you have like a like I have a four cup Pyrex and a two cup Pyrex. (laughs) 
Sorry, you're angering. You're angering the Lord. You gotta get out. Fucking Deuteronomy twenty five fourteen. I feel like this should be called like dude, like D U D E Deuteronomy because of the, yeah, all the yeah. dude rules. It's just a bunch of dude rules. <laughs> Deut- dude, dude, Deuteronomy dude rule hey, number three. You can't have two you different have, weight things. Uh, you thou shalt have... not ask me to take out the garbage when me and the guys are watching the game. <laughs> Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Coming soon to Spike TV. <laughs> You guys, you must have accurate and honest weights and measures mm. so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. Wow. Does that mean that God will shorten your life if you're shaving weight off of your mm-hmm. holy uh, cow. God's gonna shorten your life if you go into his man cave without asking. Yeah, do right. We try to do it we try to watch the game. <laughs> Um, Jesse, my uh, here's here's what I think. Uh, here's what I want, and here's what I think the listeners want. Uh, and I think I'm pretty clued into what the listeners want. I do a lot of uh, internal surveys. Um, the next time you go for your physical therapy appointment, you have to go into one of these Burbank stores. Oh, you have to. Yeah, you must. So hit up Jesse in his mentions. Mm-hmm. Tell him what Burbank store. You want him to go into the next time you do your physical therapy appointment. One of those stores, was it airplanes or air plants? I thought you said airplanes. Air plants. It was air plants. Yeah, no, okay. That sounds like a fun one. Yeah. I need yeah. some new air plants. I want to go there. Yeah. And again, it's only air plants for, that you put on a wall. Okay. You know what I mean? That's so specific. Like it's only wall plants that you put yep. in like a sconce. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what I, I mean? Right there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. If there's a dispute between men, they are to go to court to be judged so that the innocent may be acquitted and the guilty condemned. That's pretty good so far. Pretty chill. Right? Mm-hmm. If the guilty man deserves to be beaten, <laughs> the judge shall have him lie down and be flogged in his presence with the number of lashes his crime warrants. He may receive no more than 40 lashes lest your brother be beaten any more than that and be degraded in your sight. This is a problem I have a lot with my brother, John. <laughs> right. Is I will get I will get lashed 40... I'll commit a crime where I deserve 45 lashes. I'll lie down before the judge and I'll be flogged in his presence. And then my poor fucking brother... Then my brother gets degraded in my sight with all these lashes. Anyway, uh, let me – sorry. Let me finish this this chapter. This is Deuteronomy yeah, 25. I, I got to the part, more than that, and be degraded in your sight. And then finally, do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. Where, where are you at on all this stuff, biblical literalists? <laughs> yeah. Shout out in the Let's... comments, biblical literists. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> literalists. Like, I want to see – you know these people that are against homosexuality? Mm-hmm. I want to see. I want to see them speaking out about ox muzzling. Sure, you know what I mean. Mixing. Let's their, get on both of these things. Weights and measures. So many, so many of these people who are out here talking about homosexuality being a sin have bags with two different weight items in them. Right. It's true. Right. Instead of one yeah. weight item, a like single weight. Yeah. A single weight of item. Let he who has bags with equal weights throw the first stone <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. it's like I, it's Nisim. like I, yeah right 
And then do some fat bong rips. Hey, Deuteronomy. Righteous. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to uh, take a little break and do some fat bong rips with the Lord? and then. Yeah, but can I just mention one thing real quick? Sure. In cases of infectious skin diseases, be careful to diligently follow everything the the Levitical priests instruct you. Where am I going to find a Levitical priest? I just want to just in ca- if that's in cases of infectious skin diseases. Otherwise, just ignore the fucking Levitical priests because they right. are fucking on and on about all kinds of different bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, in conclusion, when you beat the olives from your trees, you must not go over the branches again. What remains will be for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow. We'll be <laughs> back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> la la la. Max Fun Drive 2022 starts in just one week. Monday, April 25th. We'll have exclusive Max Fun Drive gifts, awesome episodes, bonus content, and you know what else? You'll just have to tune in. We have some tricks up our sleeve. Sleeves? Tricks? Is it plural? We'll catch you next week, the greatest time to support the podcasts you love. Max Fun Drive starts on Monday, April 25th. Don't miss it. La, 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 la. If you're sick of constantly arguing with the people closest to you about topics that really aren't going to change the world, we're here to take that stress off of your shoulders. We take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal. That's right, Hal. If you have a subjective question that you want answered objectively once and for all time for all of the people of the world, questions like, who's the best Disney villain, Mac or PC, or should you put ketchup on a hot dog? That's why we're here. Yes, I get that these are the biggest questions of our time, and we're often joined by special guests like Nathan Fillion, Orlando Jones, and Paget Brewster. So let Mark and Hal take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal, weekly on Maximum Fun. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Nicole Thurman, air plant collector. Uh, Deuteronomy 23 mm-hmm. 1. No man with crushed or severed genitals may enter the assembly of the Lord. <laughs> well, I'm fucked. I don't think he would want to. I think he just wants to lie down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Lord's anti CBT. Mm hmm. <laughs> Lord's kind of uptight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of rules, Lord man. guy. Chill about crushed genitals. Lord guy is not chill. <laughs> My dude's got yeah. lots can of I, rules. Lots of can rules. Can I also yeah. mention one other thing just real quick? Um, just because you guys were planning on entering your neighbor's vineyard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eat your fill of grapes, but don't put any in your basket. It's a little something that the Lord calls OTT, over the mm. top. It's too much. <laughs> Pretty extra, being according extra. to the Lord. Being a little extra doing the to mouth. put them in your basket. So all of this stuff sends you to hell, right? Just to be clear, <laughs> yeah, this think, is all equally. I think that's correct. Okay. You must have a place outside the camp to go and relieve yourself, and you what must have means? a digging tool in your equipment so that when you relieve yourself, you can dig a hole and cover up mm-hmm. your excrement that, that's what god told us 
personally. Wow. Also a good rule for Coachella weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Bury that poop outside camp. Right. You are to make tassels. You are to make, this is also a good rule for Coachella. (laughs) You are to make tassels on the four corners of the cloak you wear. It's a little something called festival style. (laughs) Right. Well, if it's, not if it's cultural appropriation. That's no. true. That's true. That's, true. That's fair. That's true. Don't be an so asshole. Just keep in, right. Keep in, you know, take a look at what they're attaching tassels to. <laughs> God. My culture is not your costume. If you see your brother's donkey or ox fallen on the road, mm-hmm. you must help him lift it up. I'm just pretending Jordan. to see anything. What? This is this one is Deuteronomy twenty two six is for you. Do you, you need us for this? Do you just want to keep reading Deuteronomy, <laughs> Jordan? We started is... like three other bits while you were reading Deuteronomy. You participated in none of them. <laughs> Deuteronomy twenty two six. If you come across a bird's nest with chicks or eggs, this is okay. what they call no, the this prestige. Is great. Full this is great. Moment. Amazing. Either he in a tree. Risen. It's Easter. It's literally Easter while we're recording this. Either in a tree or on the ground along the road. I think your your Eve counts as a tree. Yeah. That's that's man's tree. Mm-hmm. And the mother is sitting on the chicks or eggs. You must not take the mother along with the young. You may take the young, but be sure to let the mother go so that it may be well with you and that you may prolong your days. So go ahead and eat those baby birds, Jordan. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm one step ahead of you. <laughs> oh wow. And just to be clear, Jordan. If you bu- if you end up building a new house, mm-hmm. construct a railing around your roof so that you do not br- bring blood guilt on your house. Blood guilt. Yeah, oh, I, yeah I know about blood guilt. There's a lot happening. That's there. that new Liam Neeson movie, isn't it? <laughs> blood guilt. Yeah, straight to straight to Red Box. You took my daughter, <laughs> and now your blood <laughs> is guilty. Yeah, don't fuck with Liam don't Neeson's with daughter. You're going to get a uh, case of blood guilt. <laughs> Nicole Thurman, what a joy it is always to have you on the program. Um, you're working on a new television show in, involving the great Phoebe Robinson. I am, yes. It's called Everything's Trash. Uh, we've been working on it. It's going to be very funny on Freeform and Hulu. Uh, and we just started shooting. So probably, I'm guessing the fall, but this is like very much a guess. I don't know when. But it's been really cool. Yeah. Feels- yeah. You'll have to come back when uh, when the show's Yeah, there. definitely. I will. It'll be fun. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. Suppose a man marries a woman and comes <laughs> to hate her. Oh, I want to hear this, though. This is fascinating. Jesus yeah, Christ. This is helpful. He starts to hate this her. Shit is, this shit is fucked up. God, this rebe- you know if you have a rebellious son, all the men of his city will stone him to death? It's crazy this is all written by that character from Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucked up, some fucked up cat dancing in the audience wrote all this shit. Jesus Christ, this fucking cat is raw. Mm-hmm. Some fucking wild shit. Okay, join us on social media at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter, uh, at put.this.on and at Jordan David Morris on Instagram. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Uh, on the stream is Valerie Moffat. Uh, if you go subscribe to the Maximum Fun YouTube channel, uh, you can catch us doing this show live, and you can you can see the you can see live the parts that we uh, ended up editing out because they were uh, too terrible, and then you can let everybody know about them uh, so they they know that we're bad. 
Um, our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to them. Nicole Thurman has been our guest on the program. Uh, you should g- get out there and enjoy enjoy her work. Uh, watch Jellystone. Watch Jellystone. She's on that. Are you, what are you? You're a snagglepuss? No. What are you? Uh, Jabberjaw. 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 And Squidly Diddly. And Squidly yeah. Diddly. They, look, <laughs> you went into audition for Squidly Diddly. They said, this is great. Can you do Jabberjaw too? I, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I, I think that I went for Jabberjaw and then Squidly Diddly. Yep. Yeah. Are there like yeah. Jabberjaw purists in your mentions who are mad that you're not talking like yeah, one of the like, three stooges? Yeah, they said as long as she does the laugh, it's fine. Then I was like, oh, they're going to be mad at me. <laughs> Listen, you guys, I didn't I'd never heard Jabberjaw before. I just went in blind and really didn't know. And so, yeah, they, they've been, I've actually gotten a lot of nice uh, feedback. So but there are definitely some people a, that are like, why? It's a great show. You're it's great on it. Thank you. But there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of jabbered up here in your mentions going, why are you on yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> it's 2022. Deuteronomy 9 through 14. The subject is sorcery forbidden. Just that's it. <laughs> Fucking sorcery. <laughs> yeah, I hate sorcery. I hate women who seize your privates. Oh, God. Common God. Mm-hmm. God. Detestable. You know what? Whoever does these things is detestable to the Lord. Hashtag Deuteron life. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.